Welcome to the Brave Yes CEO Show, a podcast for women founders, CEOs, and small business owners who are ready to take yourself or your business to the next level. I'm your host, Sean Fink, a Brave Yes CEO for nine years and who is committed to offering soulful and strategic business mentoring, well-being and capacity planning, and fierce courage coaching so you can be the strong leader you need to be for your business and your awesome future. I am an anti-hustle, soul-led coach who is here to remind you that before you are a business owner, you are a human being and that you have permission to choose joy and pleasure as you chase your dreams so that you can have a soul-aligned life and business, and that making money is the byproduct of showing up authentically and passionately. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Brave Yes CEO Show. It has been a week, y'all. I've had three speaking engagements, sharing my Braver CEO framework, and those put me on cloud nine. I love being in a Zoom room with a bunch of passionate women. It lights me up, fills me up, and so I'm kind of ending the week on a very high note. I'm also reading a really great book, and the girls had a snow day, and there was a lot of teenager stuff, so life was still lifing all week long, and here I am to show up for you on a beautiful, sunny Friday afternoon. And so today I want to talk about an essential part of my coaching philosophy, the catapult method, which is a fun way of looking at the three C's of Bravia CEO coaching and methodology. So a couple of episodes ago, two episodes exactly, I talked about the goal of my work with women founders and entrepreneurs about being the A factor which really focuses on alignment, audacious self-worth, and authenticity. If you haven't checked out that episode, feel free to go ahead and do that now or after you listen to this one. But it does kind of really get into the goals of the work that I really love to do with my clients. And in the last episode, I went deep really deep and personal on my own word of the year, untamed, and how I see it playing out in my business this year. Both of these are kind of related to the work that I'm going to talk about today, which is this catapult method, the three C's of a Bravia CEO. Today, it's a little bit more practical, unlike last episode, which was more sermon-esque and what I called a soul cast. So the three C's of a Bravia CEO in terms of how I look at my coaching work is clarity, capacity, and courage. So clarity, capacity, and courage. When I first began having a business in 2012, of course, at that time, I didn't even call myself a business owner or a CEO. I think that came more in like 2013, later part of 2013, Um, which by the way, this was 10 years ago. I definitely didn't have the three C's working for me. They were not really in alignment. I definitely had the courage piece because I was just doing whatever the heck I wanted (laughs) and it worked for me. Um, But I definitely didn't have the clarity and I did, you know, I maybe struggled with the, with the capacity as well. Um, But over time I learned that these three C's are very essential to how I want to show up in my business who I want to be in my business, and how I really want to put myself out there. 
And so eventually I began to put 80% of my investment and resources into these three C's. So let's dive in. I'm going to start today with clarity. When, first of all, if you are at all, if you have done any work with me, you know that clarity is just like so huge for me. Um, I love, I love when clarity is just so crystal clear. And I, I am probably my most down and thankfully I don't have these moments anymore, but I have in the past been my most down self when I lack clarity. And, um, you know, some of this has to do with just my human design and makeup, but also it's just in business. When we lack clarity, we spin our wheels. We end up very, very distracted and off the path. And I'm kind of imagining like when I'm out on a hike and, you know, we, we stay on the path, but then, you know, something, you know, something decide, you know, my kids or something will be like, Hey, let's go look over here. And, and then suddenly everything at the terrain completely changes what you see completely changes and you're off your path and then it's got to get back on the path and you start going along more. And then of course there's another like diversion um, or shiny object that you kind of go off and you see that's what, that's what it can be like if we don't have real crystal clear clarity in our businesses. Lacking clarity is something that evolves. The more input and ideas we consume, especially from others, the less clear we become. The possibilities, in other words, become endless. I definitely made this mistake early on in my first business. I wanted to do it all. I am a manifesting generator in human design, after all. I have a lot of ideas. And not only did I want to do it all, I actually did do it all. And so eventually my business was what I would call a cluster you-know-what. I used to get to my desk on Monday with more ideas than time, and be stuck in gridlock on what the heck to do next. Eventually, I got really tired of this pattern and I learned that I really needed to invest in my energy and resources into having the most crystal clear clarity and uncomplicating things. Because clarity is powerful. Clarity is motivating. Clarity is energizing. And when you know, you know. Clarity brings forth an inner knowing of what's next. It's not a, what do I do? What's my next thing? It's, I know exactly what my next thing is. Clarity brings forth a part of you that no longer has to question. It doesn't mean that once you find clarity, by the way, that you always have clarity. Unfortunately, it does not work that way. Clarity is constantly needing to be reset and reignited. Once you learn how to get back to clarity quickly and, and, you know, with, with complete, um, you know, kind of minimizing the steps to clarity, the more you can take on, the more clarity you have to finish projects, the more clarity you have, the more time, the more you will use your time effectively, the more clarity you have, the more momentum you're going to feel in your business because you are actually working towards some end goals. The more clarity you have, the more you can communicate clearly and with impact. Here's some signs you may need to invest in finding and cultivating crystal clear clarity for you and your business. 
Number one, you don't know what you should be doing. This is such a big sign. You just don't know what the big thing is that you should be doing or what the perfect actions should be or, or what, you know, what the projects you should tackle first. Number two, you're stuck on spin cycle of where you are, where you want to take your business. You sp- Number three, you spend a lot of time on the same few tasks in your business and it becomes monotonous, boring, redundant, feels irrelevant even. You know, it, it's kind of kind of spins into that kind of survival mode that I'm always talking about. You aren't sure who you really want to be or who you really want to serve. So you're just kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall and you're not real clear on how you can reach your, your ideal people because of that. I could keep going. There's a lot more signs, but these are some of the really common ones that I hear from my clients when we first start working together. Um, and when I talk to other women who are just like very confused on what they should do, clarity is key. It is essential. It is probably the core foundation of a thriving business that's doing well. That you know, when you can get to your computer and write out a message, a marketing message that is so very on on message for you, um, not, because you're not questioning it. It just you know that it's you know that it's working. Clarity really is a very important skill. So that's clarity. Next is capacity. I talk a lot about capacity. I've been working with women on capacity for a decade. Um, this is a huge part of my work. It's a passion. Um, it's, it's the secret to my own success. Capacity is what we need to do our work and tend to ourselves and our families and not burn out. I mean, that is, I'm going to just say that again because I think it's essential for business owners to know that capacity is what we need to do our work and tend to ourselves and our families and not burn out. We are never in a single day just a business owner or CEO. Many of us are mothers. Most of us are partners. We have houses. We have pets. We have friends. We have interests and passions. We have spiritual needs. And if your business is taking all of your capacity and you don't have time for anything else, that is a sign that you need to invest in your capacity building. Capacity is the energy and vitality you need to do big, bold work in this world. When we lack capacity, we lack the energy we need to move forward, to take on big, bold projects, or even scary things that we need to do in our work or in our lives. To make those brave yes leaps, as I call them, we want to take in our lives or businesses, we need the capacity. I remember when I started making capacity and well-being a huge part of my own personal investment in my work. My daughter was a toddler and began having huge, huge meltdowns. Except unlike other kids, her meltdowns continued for years. They were so big and so overwhelming that when she would go off to school or to bed, I felt utterly zapped. And I had to find a way to make sure that her emotions didn't become mine because as a creative entrepreneur, my creativity, my energy to create was essential. And I started to notice how I couldn't create 
I couldn't write. I couldn't show up because I was so zapped. And so that, you know, that beginning stage is when Abundant Mama was born and I learned to perfect how to handle and really cultivate my own capacity through the ups and downs of life, uh, be, be up, the ups and downs of my daughter's emotions, but also the ups and downs of life. And I've talked a lot about how thankfully I had the capacity to handle when my husband had his heart attack and the shock that kind of permeated our lives for the next 12 weeks after that. When we have the capacity in our lives, in our bodies, in our minds, in our spirit, we can, we can handle all the hard things and the day-to-day, but it doesn't happen naturally. It is work. I often quote Elizabeth Gilbert when she put a Facebook post up, not about several years now, about saying that tending to her mental health is a full-time job. She's a writer, she has other things, and taking care of herself is a full-time job, and that's how I look at it. My capacity, tending to my capacity so that I have the energy to create, so that I have the energy to show up for my clients 150%, so that I have the energy to keep offering and putting myself out there and showing up and networking, putting that energy, full-time job, full-time job. And it's... Because I started all of this work 10 years ago with my first business, Abundant Mama, it's still a big part of the coaching work I do with my clients. Clients who want the capacity to write a book, to launch a program, to charge more, to take on more clients without burning out, to do more art. Because my goodness, I started this business because I was an artist. We all get 24 hours. Some of us are going to use that 24 hours super efficiently and others are not. And a big part of what decides that is your capacity, your capacity to hold space and energy for all the things. Now, I am a woman who likes to do all the things. <laughs> Just going to be real honest. Uh, this whole like pick pick one or two like is bullshit for me. Um, my work is helping women do all the things. Because life is short and we really want to make sure we fit in what we want to fit in. And so my well-being work is essential and includes a ton of spiritual well-being and emotional well-being work. I work with my clients on nurturing your whole self, which is really the key to boosting your capacity. Signs you need to invest in boosting your capacity. I was just actually leading a a workshop on this yesterday. You fall into extremes in your productivity. Your your supercharged productive days and followed by total inaction or very unmotivated dips. You want to do something out of your comfort zone, but you're tired and exhausted and eh, I might as well just keep things as they are. You dread some of the things you need to do to move the needle in your business or your work because you just don't have the energy for it. You play smaller to protect your well-being because you are afraid that up-leveling is going to cost, and I have that in quotes here, cost you time and energy. You spend more time in emotional upheaval than you would like. It's a big one, right? And you wish... You had more energy for life beyond work. Or maybe it's the other way around for you. Maybe you wish you had more energy for work 
beyond life because let's face it, we're all holding a lot. So that is capacity and I could talk about that all day. It's such a big part of Brave Yes Coaching. But we have to talk about courage if we're going to talk about Brave Yes CEO, Brave Yes Leaps, and courage work. I began inner courage work, I, I think, at least seven years ago, which is why I feel so called to bringing it, bringing, calling it in for my clients. Courage is the key to the Brave Yes CEO mindset. And courage is not an overnight practice. It's not something you could just flip a, squi- a, fl- flip a switch on and it just magically shows up. It is a deeply rooted part of the coaching work that we do, uh, which is why my coaching, private coaching at least, really does take uh, the full six months. Courage to live and lead a brave yes mindset that allows for that A factor that I was talking about a couple episodes ago, that alignment piece, that authenticity piece, that activating your superpowers piece. It is essential. Courage is at the heart of it all. Courage is the difference between a boring business and one that lights you up. Courage is the difference between playing small and having more impact. You have a brilliance inside of you that right now, I'm guessing, without even knowing you, really, some of you I know, that that brilliance is caught in a web of protection. That web is filled with a bunch of self-sabotage and limiting beliefs such as, I can't make the time to write a book, or it'll never be successful, or why bother launching my dream offer, or I'm just not good enough, I'm not as good as everybody else, and so on and so on and so on. I can't make good decisions, I'm too much worried about what other people think. Whatever the thoughts are, they're there. So whatever it is that's stopping you from living and leading your most courageous self or leading your most courageous business, it's what's keeping you safe and comfortable. I like safe and comfortable personally. (laughs) In fact, I toggle between wanting to change the world and curling up in my cozy clothes and shutting out the world and journaling all day. This toggled life requires me to do the inner courage work that I need to do in order to leave my comfort zone. And this is the work I love to do with my clients too, because it's not easy. This is very hard to do on our own. I work with my clients on the discomfort of the messy middle of change, the messy middle of a stretch zone or a brave yes leap, whatever it is, because your emotional override is just to keep you small, still, and peaceful. But there's nothing small, still, and peaceful around launching anything. A book, a new offer, a new identity, a new life or business. Change is hard and it brings up a lot of stuff. And yet, 
change and Brave Yes CEOs need to be open to changes because it's essential in keeping our businesses relevant with the times and the market. Change doesn't have to be bringing it all down either, by the way. Changes can be powerful and subtle, like in how you set boundaries, which, by the way, you can see the whole week-long Boulder Business Boundaries Boost right here on the podcast for more on how to set those boundaries for yourself and your business. It can be in how you choose to do your work or who you choose to do your work with. I have a whole blog post and podcast episode around the different areas of courage you can lean into. Because sometimes the brave yes is going deeper into what you already have going well. Sometimes it's burning it all down and starting from scratch. Sometimes it's finding the balance between the two. I work with women CEOs and founders who are ready to up-level yourself and your business. So whatever your brave yes is, and we all have them. I have them now that I'm, you know, some brave yeses that I'm sitting on. Whatever yours is, it's going to help you feel more authentic and more aligned. That is what they are for. A brave yes CEO isn't afraid to do what you need to do to experience inner and outer harmony with yourself, your integrity, or your values. So here's some of the signs you need to invest in inner courage work. Number one, you've had a big dream or goal on your list for years. You know you need to take your biz to the next level, but something is holding you back. Maybe you know what it is, maybe you don't. You self-sabotage a lot and need to get out of your own way. You are the bottleneck of your business. You desire more bold marketing and visibility, but keep hanging back and hiding. So there you have it. My catapult method in my coaching, clarity, capacity, and courage. I want to invite you to schedule a call with me if you need help with boosting and cultivating one, two, or all three of these in your role as the leader of your business. All coaching discovery calls with me are free and pressure-free. They're just a Zoom conversation for you and I to see if private coaching is a good fit. It's ideal for you if you need to get unstuck, do what feels good in your business, and you wanna start to move the needle and find more momentum on the business you dream of having. A link to schedule will be in the show notes. And please, if you are inspired by anything I said in this podcast, please share with a business bestie or write a review. I would appreciate it and I would do the same for you. Your feedback is important and it really helps me spread the word about the Brave Yes CEO. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I hope that you are in or you are feeling inspired by this podcast. And I hope that you and I get to work together in some capacity this year on your clarity, your capacity, and especially your courage. Have a wonderful week, everyone, and I will talk to you very soon.